We're live, bud. Hey, what's good? It's Avram Gonzalez here from the Small Business Marketing Playbook Podcast, joined by my co-host, Roger Gallegos. Roger, what's happening, bro? Not a whole heck of a lot, man. How's it going with you? Doing good. I'm excited to talk about Google My Business today. In my opinion, the most powerful free piece of virtual real estate you can have on the internet. And I think it's the most underrated because I think everybody, when you talk about digital marketing, they focus on social media, YouTube, the website, email. But people tend to forget about Google because they just think about the, the listing, like, you know, showing up in searches and they don't realize just how much Google My Business plays into that. It's huge, right? There's some statistics and things we're going to talk about today and that, you know, about 80% of people looking for a local service or a product are starting their searches on their phone on Google Maps. They're looking for you and what you have to offer and it's starting on their phone. And the only way for, for them to find you like that is if you have a Google My Business listing. And I think another reason people don't think about it or it's overlooked is because it's free. And it's like, how can something free be so powerful. And what we're going to share with you here today are just a couple of things that you can do to really stand out against the crowd and the sea of competition, get found by more of your ideal customers, okay, and start having that phone ring or those forms getting filled out on your website. Um, because of how Google has evolved in the last few years, just by nature, by the, by, by the fact that you put yourself on Google with a free Google by business listing, I promise you, you will start to get interest that you did not have before. And we'll talk about why that is and why it's not as important now um, to try to go up against the big dogs in your area. Okay, you can still get a lot out of this, even if you're not number one. And we'll talk more about that as we get into it. And, and just to be clear, you know, for our audience, this topic didn't just come up because I thought it'd be nice to cover. I mean, it is nice to cover and it's a necessity to cover it. It came up because it was always a part of our conversations. Like uh, Abram and I, whenever we would discuss how we're going to do this, we always have topics. I mean, the whole basis of this uh, podcast is us getting together, talking about marketing. So we always have discussions about marketing and I would always say, how's your clients going? And inevitably, just about every discussion he would tell me about one of his clients started with, so I went and I cleaned up their Google, my business listings. And it was all that. So it came up as just like, hey, we're always talking about this. And this is something that every business needs to clean up. So let's just do a podcast episode about it. So here we are. Let's do it. So here's the thing, right? By listening and implementing what we're going to share with you today, at worst, at worst, you're going to get some phone calls from people that wouldn't have found you otherwise. Okay. At the best, <laughs> this can be something that does dramatically shift the future of your business. So really quickly, you know, I've done this for businesses, uh, you know, as, as small as like a dog training business to businesses that are huge multi-million dollar companies like HVAC and plumbing. Okay. And when it comes to their localized campaigns in their geographical area, this is the number one way that they generate leads. For the dog trainer, he was spending like $700 a month on Thumbtack, generating leads through Thumbtack, which is owned by HomeAdvisor. 
He spends zero now because of what comes through Google My Business. That's a big deal. Okay. So that's sort of like what you can expect by taking this strategy to the limit. And we're going to dive into three different areas of uh, places that you can spend your time, effort, and energy getting the most out of your Google business listing. Uh, but first, we're going to talk about some of these stats like we like to share that really should have your eyes bugging out of your head because it's so unbelievable uh, just how powerful this, this thing can be. So first stat, got it right here. So we're going to talk about your business on Google when there's very little information about it versus businesses that are fully filled out. So when you look at Google My Business, what we're talking about is when you type in something like um, HVAC, HVAC services near me, you see the little map section pop up inside of Google and it's got like three different pins on there with three different businesses. It's got the reviews on it, um, a number to call to visit the website and all of that. Okay, that's what a Google My Business listing is, is it, it puts you literally on the map. Okay, when you look at your individual Google business listing, when we're talking about complete versus incomplete, what we're talking about is, you know, is the name on there? Is the phone number on there? Is your website linked up? Do you have photos? Um, do you have reviews? Are you responding to reviews? Um, somebody asked a question on your Google business profile. Did you respond to the question? That's what it means to be complete versus incomplete. Okay. So here's some hard-hitting stats that just don't lie. Businesses with complete Google listings are 199% more likely to be viewed as caring about their customers. What do you think about that, Raj? Well, it, it makes sense, particularly because if you have a more complete profile, and as you said, part of that means responding to reviews and putting the correct address and phone number, all those things mean that you're caring about the customer experience. So if someone leaves a good review, say, hey, thank you for the good review. Hope to see you next time. Or even if it's a less than seller review or even a poor review, you're addressing that review. So it's showing that you're caring what customers say. And then just the fact that you don't want people calling the wrong number or going to the wrong address, that shows that you care about your business and you care about your customers finding you in the right way and not having to search for you and you know do a bunch of circles. So that makes complete sense to me. Yeah. And imagine a business, all things else equal. Maybe you're looking for a dentist. Dentist one has like 50 pictures on their Google business profile. Business two has one. Which one are you going to trust more? Which one do you think cares more? That's where these numbers come from. Next stat, 200, businesses with complete Google listings are 204% more likely to be viewed as offering quality products and services. That's nuts. Yeah, it's another one that, that, that makes sense to your point of having more pictures on. And if you have more pictures of your office or the products or the, or the services that you provide, that gives me a better idea of what you're doing. And then I think also subconsciously, it sends that message of you have nothing to hide. Whereas if you don't put messaging out there or don't put images, you're like, are you not doing the right things like actually like I'm actually, we're getting some work done on our house here soon and something that a contractor put out saying when looking for a contractor look at their their vehicle if their vehicle's tires are bald or balding 
that means they don't take care of their equipment so they're not likely to take care of your house and that's like one of those things so like if someone's willing to show off their what they're doing then that means they take pride in what they do and they want you to see it and not that the other people don't but you don't want to leave that up to question you want to take that question out of it and that's exactly it right remove that question from the prospect's mind by filling out your dang Google business profile with some photos. And part, of marketing, part of marketing is taking the data out of the customer's eyes or in their mind. I love it. Two more for you here. Businesses with complete Google listings are 41% more likely to be visited in store. So this is for the retailers that are listening to the podcast right now. Anything that you're selling in a store, by just having your completed business profile, your Google business profile, people are... 37% more likely to come and actually visit you in person. That means that for the same work that you're doing now, you have 37% more people coming through your door just by doing this one thing, one time. Well, again, it's another one that makes perfect sense because if, if, particularly if you put your retail stop in, and most people put the front of their store, that means you're easier to be fine. So I would venture to say a good number of this percentage are people that just look at it like, oh, hey, I, I, I know where this place is at because I've driven by that strip mall or I've driven by that area. I know exactly where this is at. I could go. It's a, and it's a matter of convenience. A lot of these things are just make things. And I think the one thing people forget about Google, so much of their things is making it convenient for the user. And so if you're, if someone searches and they're able to recognize your cross streets, recognize your storefront, then that means, you know what, I, I'm on my way to work, on my way home, on my lunch, in between dropping off the kids at wherever, I can swing in and out, they're more likely. Whereas, you know what, this place, I, it's somewhere down on the downtown area, and I guess I could find it. No, again, remove all doubt, let people find you, let people see it, makes it a lot easier. Yeah, and I might have transposed my numbers. What I meant was 41% for this one we just talked about, the in-store visits. 37%, this is the next one, more likely to make a purchase online. Well, this so is all things one. equal. It's just like you look more trusted. You look like you care more. You look like you have better quality stuff because you're showing me versus not showing me. I'm ready to buy. Yeah, and that's it, it all adds up to, you know, that when you look at that 41 to 37 I had noticed you, you had transposed those. I wasn't going to correct you because those things are so damn close. It's almost within the error margin of error that it makes sense. If 41% of people are more likely to go in, that means they're more likely to make a purchase because they went through all that trouble to get there after doing the research. So they're probably going to make a purchase. So if the whole point of marketing your business and the whole point of getting your message out there is to get people to visit you and get them to make a purchase, Google My Business is sort of like a no-brainer. It really is. And I'm over here like trying to to, to sneeze and the sneeze isn't coming out. I'm muting myself wow. out. <laughs> I noticed you, I, I you were busy. So I was like, how could I drag out this place? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, hey, look, that's that's just what happens here on the podcast. Um, exactly. So what I want to do now that we've talked about some of these hard-hitting stats, I want to give you some things that you can do, take action on now. This is like where the rubber meets the road. This is something that you simply do one time. And that's what's cool about Google My Business. Yes, there are some things that you can do over time to maintain the profile. Um, 
you know, that might be a podcast episode for another day, but we want to help you get set up first because this, if you don't set it up, there is nothing to maintain. There is nothing to grow from. So what we're going to do next is we're going to talk about the three main principles that drive the visibility of your Google business profile. Okay. This is what allows people to find you more easily. You kind of understand these, then you understand the next thing that I'll share with you, which is what to do with your Google business profile. Okay, because if you understand the why, the how makes a lot more sense when I tell you that next. And um, just quickly, because I know that at this point, usually people are always like, wait, so if I don't have a profile, what do I do? I'm going to share that with you in just a minute. Okay, if you don't have a Google business profile, we are going to share with you how to get one and how to get that set up. Okay, so three main principles of Google My Business. Here they are. Number one is relevance. Number two is distance. Number three is prominence. And you can read about these three factors in uh, literature that Google has shared with the public. These are the three things that play most into a business's ability to be found in Google search on the Google Maps app. Okay. So what is relevance? Relevance is, well, let me tell you how to get relevance for your Google business listing. There's a section at the bottom where you can actually put a business description. And if you tell Google what services you offer, then it's gonna know when people are searching for you that you're worth sharing with the searchers. If you don't give it any information, how does it know what to share with the searchers? It doesn't. Um, Depending on the type of business that you have, there might be a section where you can actually include information about your services. Um, or your products. If you're a restaurant, there's a section where you can provide your menu. Okay. So different business categories will have different things that they can fill out on Google. Um, But the rule of thumb is if there's a space to put words, max it out, put as many words as you can in there and talk about your services. That's the simple version of what we do. Okay. So if you are a pest control company, you might talk about how you do, you know, uh, rodent removal, um, you know, ant, ant clean, you know, ant, like ant termination, um, termites, those kind of things. You would put that in your description that you offer those things. You might even put in there that you do that in your area. Okay. That's going to give you relevance in Google's eyes. That's the first one. Okay. Second one is distance. And this is the secret. Okay. And why I tell you, and I, and I guarantee you, if you fill out your profile, you're going to get phone calls. It's this second piece, which is distance. We're in this like convenience economy and Google knows that. So businesses that are closer to you, where you're searching from, Google knows it should give them a little bit of a priority because the closer they are to you, the more convenient it's going to be, right? So I literally have had customers that put up their Google business listing from their house and they just hide their address and they're literally getting a phone call from a customer that is five doors down the street because Google knows that they're the closest one to offer that auto repair service or the pest control service or whatever their home-based business is. Distance has them showing up in search, even though some of the big dogs across town have hundreds of reviews, thousands of pictures, you compete because you're so close to your customer, okay? So distance is the one thing that you can't really change or do anything about, 
but simply putting your, your Google listing together, you accomplish this instantly. So we got relevance, distance, and now we have prominence. Prominence has to do with, uh, in simple terms, if you get more reviews and you get more positive reviews on your Google business listing, that's going to bump up your prominence. Okay. There are other things that you can do to do that, but that's the most accessible and easy to quantify thing that you can do to get more business from Google. Also, when somebody sees that you've got positive reviews or that you're, you know, really professional in how you respond to what is most certainly a crazy person leaving you a bad review, like we all know what those look like, <laughs> you know, um, all of that instills greater confidence in people before they even call you. It could be the difference between them calling you versus somebody else, just the reviews. Or like Roger was saying earlier, like if you don't have any reviews, that's odd. Like that's really odd. <laughs> and so Google knows that. Why would I give the people searching for your service? Why would I show you a business that has zero reviews when I can show you a bunch of businesses that have 30, 40, 50? So Google knows that. They're more reputable. It's hard to game that system and just like magically get 50 reviews. Okay. So those are the three main things, relevance, distance, and prominence. So let me give you next how to actually set up your Google business profile if you don't already have one. And then I'm going to give you three simple steps to follow that will at least get you started. Okay. There is so much to Google my business, but if you don't at least get it started, who cares, right? It's going to do nothing for you. So Here's what you got to do. You got to go to google.com and you got to sign up for a Gmail account if you don't already have one. Pretty simple. So go to the top right, sign into Gmail, get an account, boom, that's done. The next thing that you want to do, and, and you might want to write this down, is go to business.google.com. Business.google.com while you're logged in to your, your Gmail account. It's then going to prompt you to create your Google My Business listing. So just follow the prompts. I'm not gonna get into all that here on the podcast, but it's pretty simple and straightforward. They're gonna guide you through every step of it. And they're gonna basically send a postcard to your home or your business address. You're gonna take that postcard, follow the instructions on it, and then boom, you are now verified. You have your own Google Business listing. And then you can actually take action on the steps that I'm gonna share with you next. Roger, any thoughts or questions from your end here as we're kind of rolling into it? Um, things that maybe you think the audience might be thinking about or some comments? Other than this is fantastic. I'm, I'm sitting here taking notes and learning myself. I mean, this is some uh, masterclass level knowledge that you're dropping on us. So uh, keep going. I'm not gonna disturb your role. Well, I'm, I'm glad you think so, Roger. I'm glad you think so. It is, it, you know, sometimes it's the simple stuff that is the most powerful and effective. To me, and I know you, you and I have talked about this. Good marketing is really simple and easy to understand. Mm -hmm. That's why it's good. <laughs> it's not so exactly. complex that you can't like figure it out. Like this is the simple stuff. The simple stuff done right provides maximum results. So let's talk about the three, the three steps that you need to do now that you have a Google business profile to get more out of it. Okay. So the first thing is, and we have talked about this already. It's completing your listing. So anywhere you can see in the dashboard that Google gives you, you're going to want to fill it out. If it says you have 750 characters to work with, Roger, how many characters should we shoot for? 
750. You bet your butt, man. You bet. You should maximize the space that Google is giving to you. And this is the part where I always tell people, don't overthink it. Because you can always go back and you can change it later. Done is better than perfect. Something is uh, a whole lot of something. Wait, a little bit of something is a, better than a whole lot of nothing. I think that's the quote, right? So put something in there that talks about how, you know, you're one of the best in your industry, in your area, and that you provide X, Y, and Z services and break it down. Talk about the little things that you do. That's going to be your business description. Okay. It's going to also ask you all kinds of things like, are you women led? Are you veteran owned? Are you black owned? There's like several. Are you wheelchair accessible? There's going to be a whole bunch of places you can check off boxes. Check off the boxes that, that apply to you. Okay. If it says, uh, you know, put an appointment link on this slot. Well, if you have an appointment link, you better put it in the slot. If it asks for your website, put the website in there. You know, if it's asking if you do more than just the primary category that you're in, so you might be, uh, I use this example a lot because it's, it's so versatile. Uh, if you're an HVAC contractor, well, you might also be a plumber. Like a lot of those, those guys and gals do both, okay? Include the categories that make sense for your business, but only the ones that make sense. Like don't start putting other stuff in there that doesn't make sense for your business. It's not going to help you. It's going to hurt you, okay? So step number one is completing your profile. So this, this little info section, you're going to click on that. That's where all this stuff is contained that I just talked to you about, okay? That's step number one. Step number two is your photos in your other media. So there is literally a section in that dashboard that says photos on the left-hand side. I recommend starting with like 30 photos. And so there's gonna be different categories depending on your business that you can add photos. So a business that has a physical location with a posted address like a restaurant, you're gonna have categories like interior, exterior, so like the inside and the outside of your location. You're gonna have a section for team, like your team members, a section for, it's called like profile, which is um, your, uh, your business logo and maybe like a picture of the owner, for example. Um, and then you're going to have, there's another section, I forget the name of it, but basically it's like in action, like you performing the services in action. Uh, again, you're going to have different things if you're a, a service area business and you don't have a physical location where people can visit you. Okay. But you're going to see these things when you log in and you're going to see it across the top and you just simply want to put a couple photos on each one photos that make sense for what it is. Are these pictures of your team? Are these pictures of your products? Are these pictures? Is this a picture of your menu? Load it up. I think 30 is a great place to start. Okay. So just get the photos up there. There's a section where you can upload a video. What do you think is going to be better, Roger? Uploading a video or not uploading a video? Uploading a video. Duh, right. Let's give Google more information the more information that we give it, the better it's going to do a job of showing our listing to our potential customers. Okay. And they're always changing like how much, like how long the video can be or how, how big it can be. I think right now it's 60 seconds long. You can do videos about all kinds of stuff, right? 
you can just do an introduction from the owner. That could be your video. Shoot on your smartphone. Uh, do a video of you performing the services. Maybe you're like a pressure washing company. Do like a before and after. Like show people what you're doing in action. Okay. Those are all great things for videos. You don't have to like overthink it. Uh, and then there's an option for physical businesses. By the way, this is, this is a big secret. This is, this is a big advantage. If you can do it for 360 photos, you can actually upload a 360 virtual tour to your business listing and people can actually kind of like virtually walk through without even being there. Uh, and this is a great thing to do if you own like a health practice, like a chiropractor, massage, uh, maybe even like a yoga studio. Why? Because people want to feel comfortable about the space before they even go visit. And Google loves it when you give it more information. So it really gives a big advantage to people that have Google 360 tours. That's my, that's my super secret hint for today. Okay. There's more. Just gotta go back and listen to this recording again. You'll catch the other ones, right? But this is a big one. It's a big deal right now. Last thing. So we talked about completing your listing, getting it all filled out, adding photos and media. Third thing, reviews and testimonials. Pretty straightforward, I think, in some ways. But if you don't have a process where you are always asking somebody to leave a review, it's going to be pretty hard to get reviews. Okay. It's going to be pretty hard to get reviews if you don't ask. Uh, so there are many strategies to getting reviews. Again, maybe a podcast uh, topic for another day. Um, but what you can do is you can simply ask somebody, can you go online to Google, leave me a review? That's one way to do it, right? Um, you can also, there's a section when you complete your Google listing, it's going to ask you, this is kind of a newer feature in the past, I don't know, about two years. Uh, it's called a, called a short name. You can actually give your business profile a short name. So kind of like when you start a Facebook page, you can give yourself a, um, a custom URL. You know, you could say uh, facebook.com forward slash small business marketing playbook, right? So that's the place where our Facebook page lives. Well, you can kind of do that with Google My Business as well. So like your company name. You can give that link out to your customers in an email and it makes it easier for them to leave you a review. Okay, so when people leave you a review, what do you think you should do? You should probably respond to the review. Like give some kind of response because Google's watching to see how responsive you are uh, and so are your customers. If everybody's giving you props and you don't respond to a single one of them, what do they think? You don't care about your customers, you're, you're not on top of it. Uh, people can think all these things that you don't want them to think, but if you just responded, they wouldn't even think them. You know, so those are the three things. Complete your listing, add photos to it, and then put and then start getting some reviews and responding to them. Do those things first. You're going to be ahead of like 96% of the market out there. Okay. And then from there, there's all kinds of other stuff that you can do, but this is where it all begins. Well, that was absolutely fantastic. Uh, listeners, that is precisely why I wanted to do a podcast with this gentleman and why I enjoy speaking to him about this information for all that wealth of knowledge. And the one thing that I want to highlight that I kept thinking about over and over again is the fact that Google loves information about your business. That's what they love. And the more information you give them, the better, uh, the more they're able to recommend you because underneath it all, if you think about Google as just one big referral machine, 
And imagine if you were providing referrals and your corporate business was providing the best referrals, you would want as much information about the businesses or the people that you're giving referrals for. And that's all Google's doing with this. They just want to know as much about your business. So when people search for businesses in your industry, they're able to give the most relevant and important information they can to the, the, the results that they can to the searcher. So that's what this is all about. That's when, when they're asking for it to fill out all the information, provide photos, videos, um, and to do reviews. They just want to make sure that they're giving good referrals. And so when you look at it, at your profile, ask yourself, do I think Google will want to recommend me? Do I look like I'm a good referral? And if your answer is nah, not quite there, then do, do a little bit of work and complete it. Make sure that you're a good referral. That's all this is really about. I think it's a great question to ask, Roger. Would I be worth recommending based off of my profile? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, this was a ton of great information. I think we went a little bit longer than we normally do, but I think it was well worth it because this really can make an impact on your business, on your business, especially because it's free. And we've touched on this numerous times. This is a, something free you can do. And it's relatively easy. I mean, outside of having to wait and get the post the postcard and taking some photos and maybe a video or two, most of the stuff you should already know, and it should not take you more than an afternoon to really do this. If you just set aside and that's working, kind of slowly working your way through this, you know, I, I this is a great thing to do. Um, I have nothing else to add. Do you have anything else to add? Oh man, I think we we really nailed it. This is a starting point for you know all conversations google related for local businesses right now and uh, hey if you're feeling it and you want more information like this in future podcasts drop us a line let us know what those topics are that you're interested if you got questions hit us up we appreciate you for tuning in today roger take us away all right well everyone we'll be back next week with another episode another play from our playbook thank you for listening you have a good one talk to you later bye peace out